You never this is Nick. <laughs> Here we fucking go. This is Big Fuck Cats Evolution Podcast, and this is your main event of the evening with a sixty goddamn motherfucking time limit. With me today, on the bridge of this enterprise mess of an enterprise, is Mister KPG. How you doing today, sir? Shitty. Shitty. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Why so shitty? Yeah, why so shitty? Because I ain't smashed your wife. Oh! Damn! Why does that turn his video? Because he knows I'll know what he looks like. <laughs> you, know, you, know what my, you know what my kids look like? You roll around them all the time. Damn, he said oh. you're paid for his kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't, don't forget KPG. We didn't sign anything for season two, so remember that. <laughs> uh, we got to document it though, so it don't matter. Anyways, just like KPG's mouth, this tag team's path of destruction is no like no other in professional wrestling. The end is definitely near because Static Age is here. Mad Max Morrison and the River. The psychopath, which I do like the psychopath name. I really do. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, that, that, I'm, I'm, that came I'm, about a few years ago. I'm so badass. <clears throat> I mean, Mad Max is badass too, but you know, Mad actually think about the movie and you know it's badass, it's like legendary. The entire but, fucking movie. There's other shit. <laughs> I just it's not, I know probably not about the movie. It just it's you know, it's like anyways, that it's all good. <laughs> So, how did you guys get together as a tag team? Tell us about the story. Shoot, man. We came from the same town, actually. Like, we came from uh, Southside Virginia Beach. Wrestling-wise, yeah, that's where we both started. Yeah, I think I'd only been in the business for, what, maybe like a year? If that, just training. Mm-hmm. And Newsy had already been in like five or six years. He came in, and he was one of my vets. Was the chemistry instant with you guys, or it took a while to build something? We we got along pretty much right off the bat. Um, our first real encounter was actually a Tracy Smother seminar. That was like a big time where we actually like we were in a car together driving oh, yeah. down North Carolina. That was funny too because you were giving me so much shit for the first like half of my uh, half of my training career, and that's how, and that's how I knew Newsy is like being this big um, this big scary lore. And it turned out he was, it wasn't so bad. But yeah, once we, <laughs> dude, we started like fighting over like certain things. And then, yeah, we got in the car together to go to this Tracy Smothers camp. And that's where we learned to bond with each other, man. That's where we re- learned where like all the similarities were. Yeah, no, we, we faced each other a couple times. Um, I was in a tag team called Outlaw Inc. with Sam Bass. And um, he was in, um, Noise pollution. You, you and Rock, noise pollution. And we faced off a couple times. And it was funny because we always brought up about wanting to tag together. Like, hey, we, we should do it. We should do it. But it's kind of one of them things. You you say it, but it never really happened. You know, it was right. just, we both were doing it. Oh, yeah, that was shit. an idle threat for a very long time, Vic. Yeah. Like, seriously, it took a while. And it took a lot of convincing on both our parts. I think we had to get to the right part in our lives and in our careers to finally, like, be on the same page as much as we are right now. 
<laughs> so it took to just shoving you two in the car to have this dynamic tag team be born. Actually, it happened mostly online. Let's be real about it. Yeah. So, that was when we first we first met each other and stuff. That was when like we became friends in, in that. Now the tag team didn't happen until this year. That was a really much. good story. Uh, last year, but yeah, yeah like go, go ahead. Dude, it's a really good story. So like, Newsy's been out of it for a while. All right, he's been out for about three or four years. He was he was out for a while. No, it was two and a half years. It was two and a half. Yeah. All right, so he's out for two and a half years, and he hits me up out of the blue. He sees I'm over there. I'm champion at. Eclipse in Altoona, Pennsylvania. He goes, brother, how are you? Can I come to the show? And I'm like, dude, come along. And the whole way, dude, felt like home. Me and him, we ain't talking like three years. Mm-hmm. And felt like felt like it ain't been ten minutes. It was so good. It was so good. <laughs> so, what what are some of the earliest memories you guys have in professional wrestling? Like watching him as a kid. Well, I know the time that Tracy called us like serial killer names was pretty cool. As a kid, though. No, I was like a middle grown adult. Oh, you mean stuff that happened to us as a kid? Oh. <laughs> Good to know, though. That's, that's you got awesome. to reel them back in sometimes, man. You got to reel them back in. Dude, I so fell off track, man. I know. Where I know. Going. That's why I got you, man. Thanks I got you. you, man. Holy shit. Those yeah. Those Those drank into his head. Man, ah. <laughs> I'm here. Where are we going? The earliest of memories you've had watching professional wrestling. So if you really want to go far back, I don't know. For me, because I'm a big promo guy, I love that. I love that stuff so much. One of my favorite uh, memories in pro wrestling is the Heat Wave 98 promo with the Dudley Boys. You're not familiar with oh, it. Oh, that you one. Never, the, the one that was quiet. Oh, man, that's brilliant. That's how you get heat. Holy shit. Oh, dude, <laughs> imagine if he said that today. Oh, dude, I'd still pop. I wouldn't give a fuck. I, I wouldn't give a fuck either. But, oh. from, what, what do you think? We first brought Bernie. Because I have to, you know, I'm, we first brought Bernie. I will let you uh, do the YouTube research. I really don't care to repeat it. Yeah, it's bad. It's <laughs> it's really bad. Oh, you talking about uh, um, mother and daughter bonding times? Oh, he said we have a wife that's all daughter has a slug dick. I saw it. Yeah. I didn't know where I was from. <laughs> <laughs> we have a mom in the front row that's all daughter has a slug front row in a Hawaiian shirt. That <laughs> <laughs> will spark a damn riot. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! It's like this town makes me fucking sick. <laughs> Old school stuff. I oh, love it. So, I, I, dude, I was—they let me open. They let me open a uh, UCW show one time in Virginia with that line. I said, "Everybody, sit down and shut the f up." They were like, "Holy shit." We gave you one f bomb, and you're just gonna blow it out the gate and say, "Yes, sir." Did you feel that impact? Yes, I did. All right. <laughs> Were you with them at that time? Yeah, I was doing a show down there, and I um, I ran this camp. We they ran this campaign, and I pretty much smeared the town that we were wrestling at. It was uh, Orange County, Virginia. I did like a series of scathing promos 
and it pissed off the Chamber of Commerce, and it, chipped, and it pissed off the 4-H, too. I had the whole organization trying to put me on a pitchfork, so I called some lady a pit, like a hot pig. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, you know, you're honest. You know, it's okay. Uh, have you ever felt any of uh, Mad Max's backlash? You know, like, um, like all the people, you said something in the public, just like back, just fights back or tries to cancel him, or I don't know what they do these days. Dude, I, I can honestly say, it, it, to my knowledge, I don't think I've ever been canceled for some of the bullshit I say or have done, but I know for a fact that I've felt the repercussions of it, like, quite a few times, because I remember I was leaving Orange County, you know, my next show, the next day, I stopped at a Sheets to get gas, and I had two brothers with, uh, and by brothers, I just mean fellows, man, I had two guys with tire irons waiting for me. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had to talk him down. I said, let me just fill up my tank and I'll get out of here, man. <laughs> and where, okay. where, where was River during all this? Yeah, where what, was River? What during? year was that? I think it was eight, it was either 18 or early 19. See, I, I, I like was out of it time. at that point. I left. I, I had my last match in March of 2018. And then my first match back was December 5th of 20. Yeah, so, yeah, I took some time off. Um, I was down in Virginia. Uh, that's, that's where I trained and came up in the business for the first eight, nine years. And um, I'm, I'm originally from Pittsburgh. Right. So I moved back up to Pittsburgh. And I kind of just took some time off um, to adjust, you know, kids, stuff like that. And it kind of turned into an extended thing where I wasn't sure if I was going to go back to it or not. You know, you never know. And um, right before the pandemic happened, I got I got that itch. Like I started see, you know, I started paying attention more to what was going on with my friends, things like that. And, uh, you know, you got the itch. I, I got the itch again, and it was just—it's that's when I contacted Max. They make and a that's when that, all brother. this really, it really does coming. a trick. <laughs> uh, so why why you were during have that crossroads in your life? Mad Max is pissing people off, and you know they're looking for a tire and irons and like usual. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we've all been there. We've all had to run to the car with our heads covered in our hoodie and. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, running like yeah. this with your bags and hurry up and get in the fucking car and go. I mean, it happens. Yeah, you gotta do those, sm those small towns are where it really goes down, man. Oh, dude, they get hot. Like they, like, they it, seriously, they seriously like get upset. It's the, still real to them, damn it, man. Like it really is. <laughs> I, I remember, but, I remember getting chased out of. Uh, oh, was that? I got chased out of Roanoke one time. Because I can believe that. Off. Yeah, because we had said some. Uh, fuck, what was it? I remember I got. I remember I almost got in trouble because I popped some kid. Some kid hit my hat, so I popped him back. Yeah, I popped a fan. I popped it. He was like a teenager or something. He couldn't have been like. He was like sixteen. He was like giving me shit. And he popped my hat. So I was like, Pop! popped his hat back. Well, hey, security was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> should have touched you that's what you don't touch the talent you don't, so touch don't feed it. you don't feed the animals you don't touch the talent it's okay man it's okay, okay. so we've been having the paul brothers run around thinking they're boxes and shit if they offered you the box one and would you do it like who like jake paul logan paul <clears throat> 
Oh, like, would you fight box him? Would I box him? Why are yeah. you he, He's saying because because that's, like, the big thing now. Yeah, it's like, like people boxing each other and shit. Um, that's what you got to do to be big now? Is you got to go box a match? That's I, that's what that... Nah, dude, that's that's what we're doing or... wrong. We're not doing fucking boxing matches, dude. That's why we're not where we want to be. No, first, you got to be a YouTuber. <laughs> then you got to do something dumb like, enough to get you to be a YouTuber, get I've been going wrong. I've been going along with everything wrong, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. So you, so you right in that area. So we can... Oh my god, dude! I've been doing everything wrong. You know what? Fuck the banners. Fuck the flyers. Yeah. Fuck the t-shirts. Just gonna start boxing. I'm just gonna start boxing, man. What the background? <laughs> this guy's this. This background is he was a YouTuber. Then he did, showed a video of someone committing suicide or making fun of it or something and got kicked off YouTube. I remember hearing about that, actually. Something about yeah. that. So yeah. he became a boxer, and his box, all of his boxing matches are like a lot of questions of, was is it fixed or not? I, oh. saw, I saw the one, um, <clears throat> who was it? He was going against Ben Askren. Yeah. Yeah, that one was like, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. like good thought. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. That's a hard question because, like, I mean, I'm not a boxer. Boxing and fighting and he's boxing and wrestling and are like completely different. He's but, not a fighter either. So. But also, for, yeah. for for a big ass payday, I mean, anything would be possible. Hey, for a payday, I'll try because I'm pretty sure the damage. Yeah, I mean, I got. I, <laughs> what's the worst that's gonna happen? I'm gonna get knocked out. Fuck it, I don't care. Enough zeros in the check, you know. Yeah, as, as long as I'm getting a check, yeah, that's pretty much what it'll come down to. Have you ever guys had a promoter that actually stiffed you? Yes. What was the question? Have you had a promoter that stiffed you? Yep. Would you? You weren't promoting for very long after that. No, the other the guy that did that wasn't either. But yeah, well, one time, one time, and I did end up. He did end up paying me. Well, there you go. I thought it was ever a bit late, but you know. yeah, it was late, but I I did get get paid but the ones that was stiff it was uh it was swift and fair justice so what resources do you guys use to make your tag team stronger like in what ways like you know just like you know have a better flow better you know do you have, like practice together do you go out just like in general like, no hey, it's it's there's no, there's no, like, we don't go out and practice stuff in the ring and shit. Like, like we will go train, but like, we don't get together before and be like, well, let's do this. Everything we always do is always live. Mm-hmm. You know, like everything we drive is always live. So it's a very much organic type thing going on, but we have that chemistry because we've known each other for so long. Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we talk a lot, like we are on a zoom call at least twice a week, usually. And it involves wrestling and things we're doing, but we're going over spots, sending each other videos. You know, we, we engage that way, and then we just we go out and do it. Yeah. So I mean, you know? now it's not always perfect either. He's brother, in a sense, we're playing we're playing mental chess against each other, is what I feel like, and we're constantly one upping each other on ideas and whatnot, and that's a lot of where things like spur and start from because you, I don't know, if somebody says something, and then we branch off and go like all kinds of crazy directions. But it's always, hey, how do we make these moves? 
So we're always we're always like wax, you know, we're waxing poetic psychology and shit. That's that's just what we do. Yeah. And everything's a brain. Every time we talk, we're brainstorming about something. Always trying to stay creative with stuff. And really, that's what keeps. That's how this started. And like, it's evolved. Like, at first, we knew we wanted to do something, and then once we started, we started talking and engaging with each other. Uh, you know, putting putting different things out there. And now, like the ideas that we have for this, there's so many freaking ideas running through our heads for this mm -hmm. shit. Like, we can't wait to get out and actually do them more. You know, but it's um, a lot of it's a lot of it's just talking out creatively. You know, that's that's what a lot of it is. How do you feel about the recent reports of this man not wanting to sign independent wrestlers? I think um, it's always been like I remember years ago there was this tryout and they said. Uh, that they're looking for someone at six one or above and over two hundred and fifteen pounds, I believe it was. Like you had to look a certain way. Like there, since I've come in, there's always been that kind of criteria for it. And then there was the law where they they did hire indie talent. Um, <clears throat> I think that WWE wants to create their they they're different. They want their own product, you know. Therefore, that's why they have the performance center because they want their guys and girls to work a certain way, you know that that fits their brand. Um, I think it sucks in a way because there's a lot of very talented indie people out there that deserve jobs, you know, but like I said, I do think WWE is a different type of WWE is a fucking circus, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's different, you know, they're, they're their own thing. Like I wouldn't necessarily call it professional rest. It's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's sports entertainment, but it's, it's a lot different. The product you get is a lot different than, say, like AEW and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like um, Max said, like Circus LA, when they were did SummerSlam in um, Vegas, it felt like they were home. You know, Las Vegas, showing Vegas, you know, mm -hmm. just felt like they were, it was right. Right sounds. Right perfect sound. I mean, but what do you think uh, is um, – how come, if, how come you guys aren't like doing AEW Dark or anything like that? Because I've seen your matches on YouTube, and you guys do have a good chemistry going on. I mean, right? I what I think of right away when I see you guys in the ring is Powers of Pain. That's just like my head right away. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys are a bit smaller than Powers of than War War and Barbarian. It's but this is like the look and everything was just like it, I don't know. It just is. Hey man, that's a compliment. I know. Uh, I'll take it. We yeah, we've been around both of them guys. They're good. They're good dudes. You know, and how yeah. I remember watching them when I was a kid. Barbarian used to scare the shit out of me. But w when it comes to uh, back to your question, sorry, we get off track a lot, man. That's um, all good. So do I. Uh, but yeah, it's it's you don't really. It's just if they call you or you know if you're in front of them, it's hard to dictate that. You know. I think it's cool as shit. Because I remember watching Barbarian with Ming in WCW, and they were just taking out everybody. I always thought they were bad. When Barbarian came out with the antlers and shit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, he scared the fuck out of me. I thought they were bad as hell. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit's about to pick up. <laughs> what do you guys think about professional wrestling today, especially in the tag team divisions? 
Now you see a bright future. You see he needs uh, help or like what grade would you give it? I wouldn't say it graded, but I know they're in the process of tag team wrestling's getting better. But it always comes and goes in cycles too. That's one that doesn't stay consistent all season long. It doesn't stay hot all year long or for a couple of years. It always finds a way around. I think right now they're in a little bit of a lull. And by a little bit, I'm being very generous. But I think you give it like another year, I think it might pick up. Or at least at WWE. On the indies, what I'm seeing, tag teams are healthy. I think wrestling as a whole is healthy. And I really do feel like, what was it, months ago when people were like trying to clean up wrestling and calling folks out for this and that and all the hashtags and stuff. I think that did a lot of good because it's a lot quieter. Well, at least me, I tune a lot of shit out. But it seems quieter. I usually hear the usual bullshit about promoters stiffing wrestlers, but that's it. We oh. have one here recently. Yeah, we have it. We apparently had one recently. We did someone from a Warrior Pro. Heard of that promotion before? Really? And he, I mean, at first it was like, uh, hey, Warrior Pro did an interview with a promoter. Just like, you know, new thing. Da, da, da. Then after that episode, wrestlers start coming out saying like, that guy didn't pay us on the last show. Da, da, da. So I was like, hey, here's a good idea. Let's get the wrestlers and the Warrior Pro people on and just have a look back and forth. What can go wrong? Also, how many people actually show? One, two. I'm a small podcast in New England area. And we had, what, KPG? 14 wrestlers come on and two Warrior Pro mm-hmm. reps. August Archwell came on and it's like interrupted everyone. To- earlier, told everyone to shut the fuck up that this guy's a piece of shit. Da, da, da. Everyone just, if you like him, suck my dick and his left. All right, so it's like, but yeah, we had three. I'll, I'll come up and shoot you. Not gonna beat your ass. I'm like, wow, wow. That's not wrestling. I mean, nope. that's going on left and right. And <laughs> sounds like somebody's missing the point. Yeah, I know. It's... <laughs> uh, so brilliant. Me decided to get just the talent on. You know, because a lot of interruptions were happening. So like, let's get to the bottom of it. And only like eight people showed up for that one, but they were talking about rings being their first event was 110 degrees in the ring, no AC, and they didn't provide water or Gatorade or anything like that. It was like pretty much you go out there and you're on your own. It do- that does happen. I mean, it sucks, but it does happen. Yeah. I've wrestled on pl- plenty of shows where, like, you know, they don't give you water. Like, that's actually kind of a new thing to me, to be honest with you. Like a lot when I when I was first coming in, like I remember wrestling. I, there was never water or anything. Like you had to bring your own shit, you know. And sometimes you're inside an armory that's 110 degrees because it's 90 degrees out. And there's no AC. And they got big ass fans going in the in the garage door open, and that's. I mean, yeah. that's just the way it is. <laughs> I started paying attention to guys in the locker room like Gorilla Squad and Black or Red Scorpion. Because they were guys that you learn, you carry your station around with you. So that's when I started carrying a beach chair in the locker room. I brought my own cooler, hooked up my own tables. And then I see, like, how Gorilla Squad's smart and packs their stuff. And I'm like, okay. 
I yeah, like I've, I've taken my own shit with me, all mm-hmm. that stuff. But, and that's but, it. As you eventually get to a point, you start taking your own stuff. So you treat it like a business. All right, what do I need for work for today? All right, here's what I need. And that usually leads to success. In other words, don't trust any promoters. No, I, I mean, I, I mean, there's, there's, oh, there's, there's a lot of good promoters that great promoters out there. It's just, that, yeah, it's just, but you got it. You can't rely on promoters that, like, you know, if they're paying you, you can't rely on at them to provide other stuff for you, you know, unless it's in some form of agreement. You know, I, I never expect. Like a lot of times if I go in there and there's drinks in there, or there's, there's waters or waters and Gatorade stuff. It's, well, I got my own stuff, you know what I mean? But it's a nice gesture, but I don't expect that from anybody. No. Uh, they do anything to save a buck, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some. I take it as a thank you. That's cool. Yeah, really. It's, it's, it's a nice, I look at it as a nice gesture. From them. Yeah. It goes a long way to me. So what, t- if you could wrestle any tag teams, in the, the vast wrestling world, who would you like to wrestle? I think it'd be fun to wrestle the Briscoes. That would be. Oh man, hold on, I gotta think. I gotta think now that I'm on the spot. There's shit. There's so many of them. I also think it'd be fun to wrestle. Uh, what's that tag team? Oni Larkin and uh, Danny Birch. I think that'd be fun. Imperial. But, okay. <laughs> I'm now, I'm trying to think. I can't. I'm, of course, I'm drawing a blank as soon as I'm put on the spot for it. I'm trying to think who's who's active. What tags are active right now? Because mm-hmm. I haven't watched any like really new shit lately. I want to have a match with uh, Jurassic Express because that'd be that would be sweet. That'd be fun. That would be fun. For once, sure. Once you kind of story we can tell her, that'd be fun, a lot of fun. Oh, that'd be good shit. I'd like that. That's good shit. Oh my god. Static Age versus uh Jurassic Express. Oh man. Dude, that'll go right next to my green jello record that's all autographed and shit. Seriously. Huge accomplishment. Yeah, I think that, I think I'll put that at the top of my list. Yeah. That's would be, yeah. That's definitely up there. <laughs> that's pay-per-view quality in my opinion I don't know about that much at least a good <laughs> <laughs> maybe a shit indie where they just happen to be alright you're wrestling these guys tonight alright cool <laughs> they'd probably be like what the fuck these fucking kids <laughs> listen to us kids we'll get you through it <laughs> oh, I, see, I see Max's Tales from the Crypt shirt are you a horror movie buff Dude, do your eyes not work? Who fucking trained you? Who the fuck trained you? I'm a Vermont. I act in horror movies. <laughs> but no, dude, big time, big time horror fan. It's huge influence in my life. Like uh Tales from the Crypt was church as a kid. And um even my even my logo is uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. You're right. I got way off the weed. I swear to God. Anyways, that's... no, you don't. But on top of that, I've been able to act in some horror movies too. I've got copies of Deathboard for sale on my website. And oh, what, what, what's your website? Uh, www.madmaxmorrison.com. Two D's, two X's, two R's. Super important. 
or else it takes you to the wrong place. From there, tell them where that wrong place is. Where's that wrong place? If you if you hit that link down at the bottom that says merchandise, it'll take you to the right place to get all your online Mad Max merch. And we're gonna work on some static age stuff here soon too, because we're trying to put the full package together. But where does it take you if you don't if you get it wrong? You know what? Look it up. <laughs> Be surprised. It's not two dudes or anything like that, is it? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but I just don't like to see it. I'll never tell. Oh, jeez. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's going to be them kissing. It'll be <laughs> yeah, that's it. Probably. <laughs> it's just like that one time someone told me, like, go type in two girls, one cup and see what happens. It's hot. And I was like, oh, really? My God. That was a rough one. That was a rough one. That was a sad day in the country, I'll tell you that. <laughs> or uh, Blue Walker. <laughs> well, I'd say that was the worst video out there. My <laughs> girl I was dating at the time, who turned out to be my wife, showed me even more fucked up videos, like international videos and shit like that, that makes two girls one cup look tame. Dude, the rabbit hole is not a cool place to hang out, man. Yeah. It's a very dangerous place. Uh, man, to anybody trying to dig themselves out of the rabbit hole, man, you don't have to live in Wonderland. Go find somewhere safe to play. Like, find some games. Find a book. Yeah. <laughs> Try to get out of there. <laughs> find something to hold your attention. <laughs> Watch the static age on YouTube or something. Yes, watch the Static Age on YouTube. Watch, go listen to River the Sycopath. He's a, he's got a band. He's the singer of a metal band called Egglaf. Go listen to them. They're on Spotify. Oh, de I definitely want to get into your musical background, guys, in a couple of minutes. But one question is for Mad, uh, Max Morrison. You said something on social media the other day about should you keep wrestling or nah? What about it? Are you actually thinking about retiring or stepping away? No. No. Why'd you post it? Why did anybody post anything? Intrigue. Good point. Good point. But a couple of days before, you posted something very nice about your wife. Yeah. People do that. Yeah. I'm I mean, <laughs> You said that's still about your wife. Well, our wife. <laughs> wife, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, KPG, just remember, season two, nothing's signed yet. Season two, let's censorship. I'm going to calm down, but I got to get all my jokes out at the end of the season. So when next season comes around, I ain't going to be on that bullshit. You see that's why I'm getting them all out now. <laughs> You see what I have to deal with now? Just let him come do one or two episodes. It'll be fun. Da, da, da. Now he's like a puppy that trails me all the time. Now he's, um, now he's lifting his leg and pissing on me. I don't know. Maybe you guys should just like fire yourselves and restaff. <laughs> um, I'm going to restaff. <laughs> yeah. It's time for you to step down, Vic. <laughs> Taking over. 
Dude, hey, this my show is stolen from me once already. What can go wrong now? So no, we need two hundred resources. So we can use like a kick toy. So your musical backgrounds, you got one singer and one person on the drums, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. Good because Max didn't say anything, and I was like, "Shit, did I get that?" Well, one? Max, Max can do pretty much everything on it. He he, he does. Uh, he can play guitar and bass and everything like that too. I'm a rhythm savant. <clears throat> oh, so yeah, you're he's, like he's done some cool shit. Yeah, I'm dumb as fuck, but I love me some good rhythm. A heavy metal Beethoven. I don't know about that, but okay. What the wrong with saying that? What's wrong with saying that? I'm just like not in the same like category as Beethoven, just far from. So I can't accept that compliment. And <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh come on! What a compliment! I, I respect music. I can't do it. What's 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 some of your favorite places you like to play? I know for me, because I come from Southside Virginia Beach, and that's where a lot of where I performed. But I've also performed a show with. Um, Ian Strife. It's a adventure rock band. We played in Chicago. That was a lot of fun. And remember, we used to play a place called Stepping Out, where I got I was playing in a band, something like Seven. We opened up for I think we opened up for Stuck Mojo there, and we opened up for Green Jello. And that was fun as hell. Because if anybody's a Green Jello fan, you know they've been around a long time. They're stupid as fuck, and those puppets are just way too cool. So to actually like see that shit, hear the songs live, had me pumped. I love me some green jello. That's what about you? Thought. What about you, River? I haven't played. Um, our band hasn't played out yet. Um, we COVID. I, pretty much that's it. We, we we started during like when COVID first hit. I think it was in like May. That's when we started the band. And um, we released a, an EP, four-song EP in April, and we're working on our second one now. And we're hoping by the beginning of uh, 22, we'll be able to finally get out there. Um, we've been, uh, we started practicing. We're recording. We're hoping to release, I think, six songs in this next, uh, I don't know, mini-album, EP, whatever the fuck they call them. But, yeah, we're um, hopefully here. In the next few months, we'll be able to start getting out and actually playing shows. Dude, yeah, if you're if your audience are music fans and metal fans, they really need to check it out. Egg laugh. Yeah, we got it on Spotify. It's on all the major uh, things. It's called it's called COVID Chronicles: The Phantasmic Reckoning, uh, Part One. Carnage is a fucking banger, dude. I love yeah, it. I, I come out to Carnage. I use Carnage as my entrance music. Nice. I said so check it out everyone and yeah gentlemen plug your music plug your wrestling whatever you want to plug go right ahead all right cool I'm doing this right now Do right. this Saturday night at the Galleria shopping mall in Altoona Pennsylvania Eclipse Wrestling Phoenix this is for the pro wrestling rundown Eclipse Phoenix and AON we're having battle for territory for territory rights over Johnstown I'm the heavyweight champion, and I am fighting ISP, Israel, Shaker, Fakir. He is a bad motherfucker, but I'm a bad motherfucker, too. I ain't scared of nobody. So, we're going to beat each other up. All set. 
Johnstown. 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 Pennsylvania. Yeah. Johnstown. Yep. Oh, you from uh, Schittsburg? I'm a Cowboys fan. That's why I say Schittsburg. And where are you from? I'm from Texas. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. I hear too many. There's like, like I've met people. They're like, I'm from Cleveland. I'm, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. I was like, how the fuck does that work? <laughs> like, it's, it sucks. So they tried to find another one. Yeah. Like, what the hell? All right. Hey, well, my dad's a Cowboys fan. He's from Vermont. That's terrible. I, I'm not saying I went to. This was the dumbest reason I heard somebody say he was a Cowboys fan. He said, I was in Denver. I got locked up in fucking Texas, and we used to, he said we used to play seven on seven at the yard. And my team was always the Cowboys, and that's why I started up in the Cowboys. I was like, "What the fuck?" Dude, I'll, go on, I'll go on record right now and just I am not a football fan at all, but I do enjoy watching the game. I got respect for the Cowboys because they were big in in '92. When I was coming through elementary school, man. They were big as shit. So I had me a Troy Aikman picture, had the Emmett Smith jersey. I thought they were cool as fuck, just like everybody else. Then you grow up and realize, don't give a fuck about football. <laughs> See, I, I hated the Cowboys. I didn't like Troy Aikman, but I loved Emmett Smith. I loved Deion Sanders. Uh, I liked Michael Irvin. Like I liked I liked half their fucking team, but I hated the team. And then, and then, and then the Super Bowl happened, and that was my first like, like I remember the Super Bowl before that, but I really remember that Steelers Super Bowl because I was like nine years old, and af- after that it was like fucking man, these fucking Cowboys, these fucking Cowboys, these fucking Cowboys, man, God damn it. What do you think Pittsburgh's gonna do this year? Eh, I don't re- honestly like. I've been really critical of them. I think I watched like two or three games last year. I don't really think they're going to do – I mean, I think they'll finish above 500, but I think you're going to kind of see what, you know, if they make it to the playoffs first round type thing. I don't Big really expect ben, much. Big Ben's going to leave this year, bro. They can't be holding on to his old ass. See, and He's that's – I, I agree with you on that. Like, I wish they would have released him so we can start to rebuild, you know. And I just – like, I'm not big on that decision for him to stay around. A lot of people would think different, but you know, I don't think yeah. they're. I don't think they're. Gonna, they have a Super Bowl team. He's dead weight. Well, t- after this year, he'll be the longest active quarterback that stayed in the same team. Oh, really? Yeah. Just Longer that's than that's Brady. What? Longer than Brady. Longer than Brady. Fifteen years. Brady stayed twenty. Yeah, Brady's been longer. He had to have been. Because last year was his 21st season. And it was the first season with Tampa Bay. So 20 years with the 20 years. Okay. He's way off. He's like ESPN. five years behind. I'm a messenger here. Look at ESPN. It was on a stat right there. I was like, oh, that's cool. And I try to say like probably probably long after quarterback in Steelers history, not in a fail history. You know what? It, it might be the current act of one, like now. Yeah, that's what it might Maybe. be. Might not be of all time. It might be now. Yeah, I was I was stoned when I saw that. So, I'm, don't worry, we all been there. <laughs> okay, that's like that's like it's like it's like fuck me. I was I was high. What do you, what do you do about it? It's like 
So today, I shouldn't say today, the state of the WWE, the way that everything is like pretty much falling apart. What do you think could they do to generate more fans to watch their product? Vince, step down. That's my opinion. I don't give a fuck. Vince, you step down, fire the whole fucking creative team, and have Triple H and Stephanie take over. That's the only way it's going to fucking happen. In my opinion, Vince is going to step down. He's going to pass off to his kids. It's going to be, and I'll have Triple H take the main stake. Fuck this shit. And I'll have Paul Heyman and somebody else to the creative, but this shit is not going to fucking stop till he steps out. And my theory was that Vince McMahon is trying to take over NXT. He's he's sending people with, why do you send them? He's bringing people up to destroy NXT. That's what he's doing. That's why he's moving them up so fast. I think he's threatening it. He's released because the past, what, year? It's been mainly NXT talent that's been released. Or moving to the main roster to get fucking doomed. He's slowly destroying NXT. And NXT is going to be shit. It's going to be shit now. Bruce Pitcher is there to fucking destroy it. He now runs all three shows. Well, I think Paul is more of a SmackDown. But Bruce Pitcher has a hand in all three shows. Raw, SmackDown, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Like I said, Paul, he does more of the SmackDown side, but he still has a hand in it. But this shit's not going to change. So Vince, Vince, not anytime soon, all we live 20 more years. But it's not going to change so he fucking dies. I love Bruce Pritchard's podcast. Oh, it's fantastic. Such good shit. Such oh, Bruce Pritchard? He does a very good podcast. Oh, his podcast is the best. That's but he sucks at writing. <laughs> Can't write a fucking show with shit. Whatever. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that. I think that there's there's a lot of things that go on in that in that company that I don't even know of. Yeah, it's definitely they don't. Yeah, they they don't have a sync like they have a whole like team that writes like that's not just Bruce. Like trust me, Bruce, like that dude knows his shit. Like Mm -hmm. I I don't care what anybody says, that dude knows his shit. Um, he's been doing it for a long time with all. Yeah, he's been a long time, but uh, he like I don't really I don't watch it a lot. So I don't really know what what goes on and stuff, but it just I, I don't really yeah I don't know man I don't know yeah because I, I don't really follow it I mean like I said before like I believe WWE's like its own like it's 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 a whole different thing yeah, it's a whole like, different kind of it's, show. it's generating money no matter what even if they're dropping people off they're still making money yeah it's still just like, like the voice for American Idol now yeah still. like I I, I don't I mean, they could be changing course. I mean, how many times have you seen them change direction in what they're doing and go a different route? It could be something like that. Yeah. Point. So let's talk heavy metal, guys. What's some of your favorite music uh, bands that you like listen to? Limp Biscuit. You would. You would. (laughs) Um, For me, one of my favorites since I was in high school was Avenged Sevenfold. 
they've kind of been always my constant. Um, first album I heard was uh, Wake in the Falling. I was in, I think I was like a ninth grade or 10th grade or something like that. And I've, I've followed them all through the years. Um, but currently I listen to a lot of like folk metal, like uh, Alvate. There's a band called Alvati. They're a, they're a Swiss Celtic, like they're a Swiss uh, Celtic pagan like band. Shit like that. Like I listen to a lot of shit like that. I listen to Amon Amarth. Um, you know, they do a lot of like pagan metal. Uh, a lot of kind of foreign, foreign metal right now. I kind of been into lately. Uh, also bands like uh, Parkway Drive. Um, they're more common to people uh, Atreyu, things like that Max got a whole slew of shit you'll never have heard of Jesus Christ, yeah because I just all it's I... good it's good stuff though but yeah he he, he knows like all this shit I I love Guar I think they're probably one of the most incredible bands on the face of the planet because just all the pageantry and all the theatrics and everything the whole gimmick is fantastic so guar hands down one of the most fun concerts I've ever been to but i was always a i was always a festival kid so i was always listening to bands like el nino always love me some el nino love me some dry kill logic slipknot's huge but you want metal i went back i go back i listen to like uh i listen to exodus i actually come out to exodus now is uh that list of a lot of testament a lot of devin townsend strap not so much strapping in the lab, but more Devin Townsend project. And then there's shit like Gojira and fucking uh, the really proggy stuff. I like stuff that like takes your brain on a trip where you can like smoke or eat some drugs and then it just like opens your mind up and then you just enjoy it. There's this band from the UK called Tesseract. They have this album called One. That's like the best shit ever. The best shit ever. You guys being in mosh pits? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, lots. Lots and lots and lots. Should any much you've been to that's been a complete like fucking train wreck more so than usual? No, oh, dude, tons of them. I remember this one time I was at a Mayhem Festival. It was like the year after Dimebag Daryl uh was sadly murdered. Mm-hmm. They had done a concert and Cannibal Course had just released Evisceration Plague that year. So they were touring that mess. And by mess I mean bomb ass shit. Cause I love me some cannibal corpse and I had never seen them. I got hella excited. I pitched off all my gear, my hands to my wife at the time. I said, I'm going in, just meet me at the chimera booth when I'm done. And I ran in and it was one of the ones where they converted the parking lot into the stage and had like two, three stages hooked together with like a sea of fucking people. So I ran in and there was a circle pit going on, probably about three pits wide. And I went in there jazzed up on caffeine drinks because it was sponsored by Rockstar. So I drank like a dozen of these by this time. And I went in there and started swinging and punching everybody I could. I went, bam, 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 run. And just started beating everybody up. And then everybody got pissed off. One of my favorite tricks to get the fuck out, man, is the uh, the crowd surf. Dude, have you ever crowd surfed to get out of a pit before? That shit is clutch. Because once I done hit everybody, I just grabbed a whole bunch of people. I went and hid in the crowd and be like, hey, brothers, get me up. And then they pushed me out to the front over the guardrail. Kick out you out the side. I'm back in the game, baby. <laughs> Unscathed. I remember I went to see uh, Megadeth. And it was in the mosh pit. And 
wasn't too bad. And I was just like, oh, that's, it's fucking people are pussies, man. This is not a big deal. Then they got ready for their main attraction, slip. Um, that's not um, the, 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 I fucking can't remember their name. Do you remember which like, Megadeth this was? What's up? Do you remember which Megadeth tour this was? Cause they, cause dude, they've, they've got like different stage shows for so many of their different iterations, man. Cause I've seen them maybe like four, I've seen like four different generations of Megadeth. They're all different. That's why I'm curious. <laughs> it was 2013. Okay, yeah, so that was the 13 record. That was that bridge between like United Abomination and uh, it was that one, that one, and then fuck, it was before Dystopia. Sorry, I'm starting to nerd out, man. You gotta forgive me. I just fried. Well, it was Slayer. That's who it was. Oh, Slayer always puts on a good show. Yeah, but of course it's like Slayer. Who's that? Then all of a sudden the mosh pit became fucking deadly. I'm grabbing on the, the uh, security rail, and I was like, if I get if I let go, I'm gonna get sucked in this thing. I'm not gonna let go. Felt like got my ass kicked. Oh my god, dude! There was this one time. I think it was like 2013, 2014. We were at the Hampton Coliseum. It was me and my pals from Murder No Motive, and uh, they were all. We all went to go see. Uh, we went to go see Slayer and two other bands and megadeth was one of them and i remember the whole crowd was hanging out in their cars until slayer because slayer fans are elitist and they're very particular they're like we will not be we will not support these other bands we will just be here when slayer plays so my pal dooley didn't hadn't been up in a while it's like i want to have some fun i said dude hand me your gear go hit the pit man have fun and he did. He handed me his wallet, handed me all his stuff, his glasses, and he disappeared for like 20 minutes. We all got beers, came back. It's like, hey, where's Dulles? And up in the up in the fucking rack, it was Anthrax that opened up. It was Anthrax, Megadeth, and Slayer. That was a good fucking show. Anyway, so we see Dooley, and he's getting crowd surfed around. He's, he's like, oh, there he is. And he's waving at us, and we're laughing. Then all of a sudden, out of a blink of an eye, somebody drops him, and he fell on concrete. Bruised his ribs for about four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, River? Do you have any crazy monsters? I, I don't have no, really. I don't. I don't have anything crazy. Like I, I was in some of them when I was younger. I haven't been in any one recently, but I haven't also haven't been in any concerts recently. But no, like crazy stories. Wait, um, <clears throat> wait for concerts. To come but in. but the last the last concert I was at was Alvedi up in uh, Toronto, and that was packed inside the Opera House. And it was them, and I don't know if anyone's ever heard of. They're called Corpa Kalani. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a Finnish band, and they, mm-hmm. they have a, a lot of like they sing a song. They do a song called Vodka and mm-hmm. shit. A lot of it's good fun stuff, and uh, that was a badass concert. That like the place is so small, like the whole thing was kind of the pit. So you're in, you're constantly throwing people off. You throw you know pushing people and shit like that. But that was a, that was a badass show. But other than that, I haven't been to as many as Max. I mean, Max is one of those guys where they'll go out and fucking every weekend go to shows and shit. Oh, dude, for the longest time, I was going out yeah. every week too, man. I'd go to all the local shows. I'd go to the big shows. I'd go travel. I'd go travel over to like the other side of the water on a Tuesday, not get home until like late as fuck, <laughs> go to work the next day. It's it's dude. That's, to be a headbanger, man, it's a lifestyle. He's got. You gotta commit. <laughs> What's your guy's opinion on Fozzie? I like I like some of Fozzie. 
I like some good games. So yeah. you don't think it's like a, like a try uh, like a wrestler trying to impersonate a rock band or anything? Oh no, dude, Fozzie's yeah. been around since like the late nineties. What was it, like ninety nine or something? Yeah, yeah. Dude, no, their first record was all covers. It had maybe like two or three originals, but it was all good shit. Like, like he proved he's got some fucking pipes. And then, he, then he got his band signed for like the next two albums. And they just got better and better from there. Plus, he's got the dudes from Stuck Mojo with him, man. Mojo's one of the greatest bands on the face of the planet with Rich Ward and Bones. Yeah, of course he's going to be fucking successful. He's got good shit. He's got good writers behind him. So, yeah, I'll totally give Fozzie all the credit, man. They're good shit. Like you would go to one of their concerts? If I could. Hell yeah. See, I sound like a dick about them, but I've been to one of their concerts. I went to a meet and greet, so it's like, <laughs> I should just say. Hey, man, everybody has their opinion on it. It don't matter. No, no, I, no they're, they're good. It's just I've, I have talked to some wrestlers that think they're just really getting, you know, just want to be rock stars, you know, just. That just sounds like a bunch of. gets, like, really offensive if you, if you, like, go to one of his concerts and you bring out wrestling. Or he gets, like, very offensive about that. Oh, really? Yeah. He yeah, did. I, I mean, like, that's tough because he probably went he, – he, I mean, I can imagine he probably wants to keep the two separate, you know. But I, I haven't gotten to go to one. He came to a place up here where they were supposed to, I think, and then COVID happened and all that shit. Let me, for, let me for a second, man. Dude, because you got to think about it, dude. Put yourself in Chris's shoes. You spent your entire life – building up a brand and a name and an image and all this stuff. You're Chris Jericho, the wrestler, and you became a big fucking deal. But in your heart, your entire life, you want to go rock. And you go out and do that. And you want people to recognize you for your rock, but they recognize you for your other stuff. Inside, I can only imagine brothers conflicted with himself all the fucking time. He's like, nope, I want to be recognized for the music. See, I get that shit. That's yeah. what a lot of people don't do is put themselves in that place. So it's like... There's not always got to be drama. If anything, dude, it's probably giving him hell, so he can't fucking bounce it right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And KPG was, I saw him in uh, Portland, Maine, and the crowd started chanting, like, Y2J. He mm. did tell people to start chanting, say, like, no, this is not about me. It's about the band. And so, Fozzie, Fozzie. It was like, no respectable, no respectful. Especially it when you're trying to, you know, push a brand. Especially as a band, you're like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I do this other stuff, but this isn't that. This is this, the entirety. This isn't about me. This is about us. So, yeah, I can see where it gets annoyed. Yeah, it's such a risk that he took, and that's just became successful. Brother's been chipping away at it for a very long time, man. I'd say he, he wasn't that, uh, he earned that shit. He fucking made it happen. So, it's work, man. It's a grind. All the, everything's a grind. You know, and it's it's it, as long as you keep you keep you're focused and you keep going, man. I mean, you you know, there's there's no reason why you shouldn't have made it. You know, the, the guy's earned every every bit of success he's had. There's a lot of people, you know, the people that make it don't make it because they sit on their couch and they're the shits. You know, they make it because you know when they're not we're not when they're not in front of people, they're working, they're putting in work. There's other shit that goes into everything. You know, especially when you want to be an entertainer and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you don't think about all the time somebody's sitting there making graphics or fixing websites or editing videos, yeah, you know, content, shit like that. 
recording promos, every every single fucking thing. And then in, in, in other, you know, in the music sense, you're paying, you're paying for recording time or you're learning to record nowadays. People learn to record on their own. You know, all this shit that's go, that goes on that people don't see, you know. And a lot of people look at it like they say, oh, well, he just made it because of this. It's like, no, man, like that dude fucking earned every bit of that because he busted his ass. You know, when everybody else was going out drinking at a bar, he was at home fucking working. I respect, I, I respect the fuck out of people that make it, man. Because it's it's hard, you know. It takes every bit of your soul to fucking do it, too, man. Uh, you got to really push yourself, especially when you got encouraging people around. Anything's possible. I just became humbled. I you think know, just good because that was a bullshit question. No, like I mean, that's it's a truth though. It's a truth. Yeah, that was a good opportunity, man. Because that was a good message to get out. Like honestly, that's something me and Ryan talk about all the fucking time. Me and River, we. We riff about this stuff all the time, man. Like, life would be better. The entire wrestling industry would be better. Everybody's a little nicer to each other. Just let shit roll. Just don't be a shitbag, man. Be creative. Put the work in. Make something. Don't just settle. Just make something. Like, take some chances, right? Like what? Like, take some chances, right? Yeah, exactly. The balls, take some chances. chances, man. That's exciting. That's part of what makes this exciting. But this generation, you know, they think they deserve everything. But that's another subject for an episode. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm, not, does, I'm not touching that one. So what does the future hold for you, gentlemen? Lots, lots and lots and lots more wrestling. I actually see probably another bag of pistachios in my future and probably another beer, too, to be honest with you. More drinks, more wrestling, more yeah. music. Probably more probably more munchies, too. Yeah. yeah. Munchies. What's your beer of choice? I'm on Coors Light. Coors Light? <laughs> my choice is Guinness, but my, my, my go-to that I drink on whenever I'm just hanging out is Michelob Ultra. Guys doing like a nice IPA or a nice every once in a while, but like I'm not. No, I'd rather if I'm gonna go for anything, I'll go for Guinness, and I'd rather drink Guinness. I treat myself to those beers. What about hard liquor wise? What's your go to? Fucking Jack! (laughs) I can't escape it. So sad. Jack. I don't really drink hard liquor, but I do get some. I like. I like. I mix. I mix moonshine up and shit. I was drinking tonight. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm typically a beer guy. So (laughs) where can my audience connect with you online? Everybody's looking at each other for somebody to get. I know. That's. I'm. I'm waiting. Who's going? Okay. So I'm. I am on Facebook. Uh, I got a new page up, River the Psychopath. You can go follow me on there. Um, I'm also on Instagram. Uh, it's Newsy03. And on Twitter, that I'm not really that active on. My music is on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, we're called Egg Laugh. COVID Chronicles Part 1 is out. And uh, I'm trying to think. You can also follow our Static Age page. That's mm-hmm. our Facebook page as well on uh I think it's just at Static Age or the Static Age. It's uh, TSA Tag Team. 
There you go. Very generic, but very basic. Great. Which is the same thing. Easy to remember. Boom. Like, hold on. Give me here one second. Okay, now I know what I'm doing. I had to get back on track for a second. We do this a lot. Actually, at the shows, he hits me for me. Like, he, because he'll see it. He'll see that look in my eyes and know that I got, like, fucked up. And then he'll pop the button back in place and it puts the marble back in the socket where it's supposed to go. And then I can get back to work. Nice. That ain't means necessary. Oh, dude, it totally works, man. It's amazing shit, dude. It's like, that's why I hit with the head so much is because it, it's just shit I've learned over the years, man. It's so callous now. But there's a button in there, man, because it's like if you ever fucked around with like a... Uh, like a cell phone device or something that had like the little piece on the inside that would get stuck and it would start, you would shake it and it would rattle around. Yeah. It wasn't definitely, it wasn't necessary to actually running, but it was a piece that would keep it in there. Yeah. Well, that's what breaks off every time when I have a brain meltdown and him slapping me pops it back in place. Hey, you're, you know, you can be a doctor. What's this doctor shit? <laughs> oh my uh, so where can people connect with you max oh man let me put my carny voice on real quick i got this figured out so you can find me on facebook instagram twitter and some other fucking dumb video platform Everything is Mad Max Morrison, two D's, two X's, two R's. Super important, or it takes you somewhere fucked up. You can do www.madmaxmorrison.com, two D's, two X's, two R's. You can find me there. I got my shop, and I keep a calendar on there. I don't, like I said, we got Eclipse, AON, Phoenix. We got War for Territory this Saturday, and then I'm going to United Elite Wrestling in Richmond, Virginia on September 12th, and that's going to be a very good time. Then we got uh, I got a couple more coming up. And got a couple movie roles coming up. People can follow along and see what all kind of things I'm cooking on. Like right now, we just, re- like Cinephoto just released a trailer for Heavy Duty Man, which is this uh, exploitation film I'm working I was uh, acting in. Nice. You just got to get going on, don't you? You got it's like multi-talented. You stay busy, man. We do everything we want to do. There you go. Just enjoy life. That's all. Mm-hmm. If there's something I ever want to do or try, I do it. That's I if I fail, I fail. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's yeah, what. That's I just. I do it. Yeah, that's that's really it, man. That's, that's, that's maturity. It. That's what it's called, maturity. Yeah, I wasn't always like this, but yeah, yeah now same here. It takes satisfying the brain, man. I know this is a shit podcast, but you know, I have fun, and I hope everyone else has fun who comes on. Dude, podcast is what it's for, man. Like seriously, this is this is fun stuff. Just get on, yeah. here. just yeah. talking and bullshitting and yeah, dicking around. Yeah, it's- yeah. We had our own bullshit podcast for a little while too, man. Because I was did one during COVID, and I brought him and another dude on, and we ran a bunch of episodes, tried a whole bunch of stuff, man. It keeps it keeps. Keeps you occupied. It's fun. Oh, it does. It definitely has <laughs> a good time doing it. It definitely does. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, let you guys know that my uh, Big Muscat Evolution podcast group page 
he can post, plug anything you want on it. It's pretty much a wrestling community that I'm just, <laughs> but definitely put your stuff on it. Awesome. Thank you. But thank you very much, gentlemen, for coming on today. I appreciate it. Wish you luck in your travels and your careers. Thanks for having us, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, Vic. Remember, man, breathe it, live it. Static age, brother. All day. Yeah, damn right. And you, I, you guys better be on AEW soon or I'll, I'll fucking tweet them. Keep watching, man. You'll never know. They haven't blocked me yet, but they know my tweet raps. Oh, geez. You're doomed. I am doomed. One day I'm going to do a podcast. I'll be in up and get in the door. Better get those burner cats ready, man. Yeah, Chris Jericho's gonna kick my door and kick my ass because I was talking shit about him. Well, thank you very much, guys, for coming on today. Appreciate it. Take care of yourself. All right, thank you. Hey, bye, guys. <laughs>